Hey guys, please subscribe to a dad podcast. Well, down. Look, I don't even know how to act after that. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's a Village Idiot podcast, and we have delved into new technology that we hope works, but it showed us numbers that were counting backwards to count us down to talking, and we didn't know what was happening. So, I wanted to say something really stupid <laughs> straight out of, like, you know, very Will, Will Ferrell esque. You know, I wanted to go into burgundy mode, but I didn't. I'm also seeing that we're at 720p. Yeah, that's a, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> well, that's that's our digital, uh, that's the digital quality of at least, maybe that's just what, what we're uh Did you hear that? Out. Did, you, did you hear that drum joke noise? No. It, it, oh, you got a... Oh, it has a soundboard on my side. Where you I, got a soundboard? Yeah, we're basically live radio and now. That's all they did was introvert that technology and... Um, but yeah, I got to say something, Jeff, and we didn't talk about this pre-show, but this was the first week for me where I didn't have, like, like football didn't, I, none of my teams were playing, and it didn't hit me till kind of after the week, after the weekend hit. What what would you think about that? Because Alabama had lost the national championship, the Bears it was a struggle to watch them for the back half of the the thing. Anyway, so you know, I just back half. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the whole thing. Just, I'm saying yeah, till the whole thing. Yeah, when it was actually over, you know, it, you could always find some hope when you had mathematic mathematical chances. Um, it's a but, damn seventh playoff spot is what it is. Yeah, which you know, I'm a big fan of Nickelodeon. You catch a Nickelodeon game, that's never a bad thing. So. If that's a Nickelodeon, it's starting to get a little more press. Is the Nickelodeon game always the shittiest playoff? Like, because that wasn't the shittiest playoff game, but it wasn't it the 70, like but the does. Bears. How did they just select it? Because I saw that Dak won the Slime Award, and Mitch won it last year, My, and they both teams lost. And both quarterbacks I, well, looked like I have idiots. a theory. Um, that because the, the way they claim the reason they do that and all that, they're going to teach the game of football to young people and all that. So I think they picked the most remedial offenses in the entire national football league and decide to put them in there. Um, or is it the, or is it the participation trophy? Is it the cancel culture? Is it the, everybody wins? Well, the, probably a little of that. You know, you got they pick the seventh seed or whatever. So it's like, hey, you guys don't belong. We shouldn't have a game. No, no, no. I'm talking about the MV Slimer or whatever they call them. The oh, well, the first the year, that that first year, uh, we Mitch talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, Mitch yeah. got it because Big Cat and all of them just basically forced him to get it <laughs> with their internet love and all that stuff. They because that was the vote scheme. You could vote on Twitter, that, so they just... That shows you how many pedophiles are listening to uh, <laughs> Big Cat and Barstool, because why would, in God's name, would you watch if a playoff game on Nickelodeon if you're over the age of 12? But I think that the the 
guy that lost the losing quarterback should get slimed or the or the like the boner of the game you know <laughs> if you want to call him the MVP he gets slimed though you know what I mean oh hell yeah dude I'm, I'm that? all for that and now they're doing like Weird. virtual sliming that that's not cool yeah like that now that was the danger of watching Nickelodeon when you were a child is like you didn't know who was going to get slimed because like you couldn't die from getting slimed but it was going to be a bad day either way. Like you, that takes at least four hours to clean up, right? Like your clothes are ruined the whole day. So if you got slime, it's kind of Willy Wonka, Augustus, whatever the fat kid's name was. Mm-hmm. Like you might as well just disappear if you got right. slime. Like it, might, yeah. You know, deal or no deal, dead. It's like being tarred and feathered a little bit. It's, exactly. Because <laughs> we used to do the. What, what did we used to do? Somebody would come by and dump, you know, throw water at someone and then flower, the bag of flour right after it. When did you do that? You can't do that anymore. You can. Um, (laughs) We tied our, our, I was a camp counselor, then I was the To be clear, I would like to participate in this, so. (laughs) So we, our boss, we, I mean, we, we did some great things, but she was way into it and, but she hired like almost all males and so we just you know we're just like yeah sure whatever and then she'd be like yeah let's sing camp songs and we're like or kids do you want to see gina get taped to a tree duct taped to a tree and then we're like we got it and like we should have just got fired so many times but but we were just great like we did so many things that were against like if they said you can't swim to the third raft then we're like kids who wants to go to the third raft let's do it let's go if they're <laughs> like hey you can't go off the grid and up in the uh like forest reserve or whatever we're like let's go off the grid and we always got in trouble and then they'd always be like well why why did you do that and i'm like because you told us not to and they're like all right we're not gonna do that anymore then so that's the only way that they could keep us in check was to stop telling us what we couldn't do because we're automatically going to just be like come on you're getting paid like seven dollars an hour we're gonna we're watching 14 kids we're babysitting do the math we're gonna do whatever the hell we want (laughs) i want to make this we're gonna we're we're gonna try and date the co-workers and we're going to have (laughs) as much fun with 11 year olds, seven to 11 year olds as we can or whatever. So we used to do some great things. But yeah, we would definitely just tormented, did some great. We, I was a, I was the Steve Irwin, the mullet hunter um, <laughs> one year because she had a straight mullet. I mean, I shouldn't, I'm not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to drag her under the bus, but she was probably still works at the, the park district's like 40 something years. Probably if she had a mullet, dude. Salt of the earth, dude. But yeah. Gina. Shout out Gina. So yeah, Gina. the, the, uh, there's some great, the mullet tour. You might know yeah, her as Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we did some great, we did some great things. Uh, I shaved my head one time because there was a head lice camp outbreak. So I just shaved my head at the end of the camp. Dude. But yeah, we did like if we if I was running the camp because she had to miss camp, God forbid. And then like the end of the day announcements, I would just be like, "All right, uh, Johnny, what do you uh, 
what do we usually do at this time? And he's like, uh, you got to sing the songs. And they're like, okay, who can come up and sing the songs? And I'm like, you don't know them? I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, I don't know any of these shark, baby shark songs. I know better now than with a kid than I did then. But. Dude, that reminds me of growing up and like, like going to youth camps and stuff. And I used to go to the youth church camps and stuff. Eh? Like, man, just camp is a crazy place. <laughs> a, bunch of, a bunch of hormonal counselors. I mean, they weren't the, the horror movies. The horror movies weren't that far off when they would have. They always had to do with camp counselors, and then they're trying to, you know, get it on, and the kids some serial killer kills them while they're supposed to be watching their kids and said they're trying to get laid or whatever. But yeah, the, uh, we did some hilarious things. None of them ever endangered the kids. We actually saved a lot of kids lives pretty much, but we were also just happened to be hitting on the lifeguard when (laughs) I was like, is Timmy struggling out there? I'm like, let's go, let's go get him. Let's go get him. It's straight out of Timmy. If I wouldn't have been hitting on, if I would have been hitting on the lifeguard, Timmy might have drowned. But luckily, I was hitting on the lifeguard. Thank you. Wrong thing, wrong place, right time. <laughs> always, always ask for a raise every year, and then I'd say, or I quit, and then I'd be like, I can make more money doing this, this, or this. I've already been off of these jobs, but I will come here, work on my tan, and probably have a ton of fun, but. Definitely will not do it unless you give me at least another dollar, and they'd always give me the dollar. I was making twelve fifty when I left that job in like nineteen ninety nine or two thousand. It's big money, dude. It's like cash Heck money yeah. records. It's PT Cruiser money in nineteen ninety nine. And, and <laughs> I got overtime if I worked over forty hours, and I was always working for more than forty hours. It's great. Well, yeah, dude, to be playing all those weird seeds you were planting, all that shit. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Dude, what do you Every think time... about this hat I'm wearing? This is, and you can't see this. Atlanta Braves. I mean, it's in 720, fan. so I can kind of make it out. It's not 1080, but it's 720. So I Atlanta can... Braves. Atlanta Braves' biggest fan. Yeah, Always have been 100% fan. of my life. Yeah, big Georgia guy. No, that's my new big... thing. I'm gonna. My dad's going to hate me. because, <laughs> like, He is the world's biggest Braves fan. And I have talked shit about them my entire life, about the Atlanta Braves. And now it's on record, but, like, he doesn't listen. Like, he wouldn't know how to do this. Like, he's a he's a green texter. He doesn't know how to listen to a podcast or anything like that. But I fully intend on just becoming the biggest Atlanta Braves fan in the history of the world from here on out just to piss him off. Like, can like, you can you name can you name a girl chipper? Dude, I can know. Be, every, like, I mean, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Bravo, can, can dude, Fred I can McGriff? name everything my about favorite. the Braves because I that's that's where the argument falls apart because like I grew up under his tutelage. I just didn't like him, but he still taught me everything about him. I played on a softball team. Named Fred McGriff gave me a mustache ride. <laughs> like, dude, yeah, I know who the crime dog is, bro. <laughs> no, I know. I'm saying, but what? What can you? How can you incorporate? This is how your son ended up named Cutler. How can we incorporate this into? 
the, I mean, it's only fair. It is fair. Can we somehow bring the Braves in. Can we, let's see. Also, do the LA Rams win the Super Bowl this year? Sorry, that's that snuck out. Because Matt Stafford. <laughs> Matt Stafford is probably, I told you that they're my, my pick. I mean, if they win next week, I think that they actually, it's, it's actually going to be a detrimental yeah. force for them or a detrimental, you know, handicap for them to play at home because they're pretty awful at home because they have no fan base and they have no fans really. That, oh, sorry. They so jumped Super in my Bowl, head. <laughs> Super Bowl is definitely, I mean, I don't think there's, there's a Larry Chipper Jones is not a good name for, for a girl, but I mean, that's and we already somebody have... that can figure it out. It'd be you how to, how to, how to pull that off. How to, how to I don't know how you convince her. No, we I, are... I want to hear how you convinced her to name him Cutler in the first place, but she probably had no idea who <laughs> Jay Cutler was. It's a was. great name. It's a great name. That guy. Well, has he went name. down a path, right? <laughs> like he, he is. He has chosen a side now, and and it's hard. You saw his his new website he put out. Mm-hmm. Cut for America. <laughs> He had on, I, li- I tried listening to, he had on the Karate Kid, um, the Cobra Kai yes. dojo leader. He's, the he's worse at podcasting than we are. God, it was pretty bad. <laughs> but we were all about it in the beginning. And then I was just like, I think it's his guests and his agenda is just so out there. It's like, Well, and he's really went down. Like, he's got an agenda now. Like, he's chosen a side. He's very blatant about it. Even when you've seen him on the mm. bar stools or Pat McAfee or whatever, he never really chose a side, and then he just kind of kept leaning that way. So, um, yeah, I mean, his website, Cut for America, it sells two items. And I don't – I'm trying to think of what the second item is. One item is a mask, which is hilariously ironic because he's a – just a very outspoken, I'm not wearing a mask guy. Hmm. Like he, he decided, and on the mask, it says, this mask is as useless as Joe Biden is. So if the guy, <laughs> the guy's not dipping his toes anymore, like, like he's in there. Like he's, he's picked the political side. He's in there. He dove into the deep end. Yeah, he did. I forgot what the other one is, but it was just as like blatant as, Oh, there we go. The guy from Santa Claus, Indiana. He's really chosen. So, I mean, I don't know that I really expected any different, but that's with, we've talked about how I have a lot of, you know, background knowledge about the, the workings of Southern Indiana from my time <laughs> in Bloomington and some other places of, very I mean, right my leaning. story originated in Indiana, so yeah, it's it's not it's not awful. It's just it's very calculated because he's very shrewd with his wording and whatever. And like you said, a mask, but then he goes and says as useless as Joe Biden. So then you're 
it's he's fully outed, you know. But it's I'd I'd rather teeter. It'd be it'd be more Cutler esque if he would have continued and wouldn't been able to teeter the line longer because he did it for a long time. Do you know what I mean? Like the well, smoking well, Joe, the whole thing is care, but. yeah, you don't care. Like why do you mm-hmm. care? Why are we talking about this? Mm-hmm. So, but he it, never care. He's he's never cared about something enough to he's, know. He's a little to me. He's he's got a taste of his own medicine and he likes it. He, he mm-hmm. he's he's which he always did, right? It was just you know it used to be I could throw a football harder than anybody, but now it's you know I land where I land and I'm gonna cut for America dot com. <laughs> you know. It's just a wild move. <laughs> it's a very, it's just a dark, dark, dark place to be. It's the weirdest thing. In Nashville? It's, no, just everywhere. <laughs> like, it's the whole, I mean, the United States is just a disaster, you know. It's tough. Culturally, culturally, and I don't know. I don't think anything could ever happen in today's day and age, but it's, it's so like people that I was very close to just put some of the most far reaching right or far reaching left things. And they put on, on there like constantly and it's just gets in battles and stuff. And I, I just don't know. what is it on Facebook? Yeah, it's always on Facebook. I think usually. Facebook's the I mean, scariest place in America. Or it's in, like, chats. Or it's in, like, the comment sections of an article about, like, the local, you know, whatever. Like, I just was looking at obituary and somebody, like, for, like, an old town crier. And they're, like, probably, you know, probably didn't wear a mask or something. It's, like, everything has to be just, everything has to, you have to have a side. One or the other. And I just think that everyone's idiots. I think Facebook's the scariest place in America. I think you can just end up in these, like, the bravest people in the world live on Facebook. (laughs) Like, with the things they say and everything else. Mm -hmm. Like, to the extremes, like, the far left is the farest of left on Facebook, right? And the far right, exactly vice versa. Mostly far right on Facebook. I think you can pretty much judge every town in America by which by a social media. So if you took a social media platform and you said, this is an Instagram town, this is a Twitter town, this is a Facebook town. Like, I think you could pick towns out that way now. Well, we talked and the about Facebook it a towns bit. are scary as shit to me. <laughs> We talked about the Facebook towns, like, because Pleasantview is a Facebook town. And, oh, is it? You know, <laughs> some of the, but you're like, uh, see, I'm not on Twitter and Instagram. I don't, I don't think like it's all, all the time I'm get there be notifications that I don't got people are following or whatever. And I was like, I don't think I've ever posted anything on Instagram. Humble brag. I don't know if I've ever tweet. I don't know if I've ever tweeted anything. But I, I don't know if I've ever Twittered. I don't know if I've ever, tw- if I've ever tweeted. But um, do not press send. But yeah, there. I don't. I don't know if I could categorize it. But I would think that 
it would probably be opposite of what I think because I think that's part of the reason why it is so such a shit show on Facebook is because they um it's so left in nature but it's the right is who's always trying to force their agenda that's their platform like that's their favorite platform that's their go-to and they were trying to after January 6th you know after the insurrection last whatever they tried to drop Facebook but it was like so they always fact check it say that they're lying I don't ever see anybody that says some crazy Marxist thing left this Facebook correcting them but they're always correcting their posts but they're still posting and they're still like it's all constant and it's I just feel like it's always been a it was it was supposed to be we used to talk to my brother I'd be in some random like college town for some sporting event or whatever I remember I talked to my brother at four in the morning in Champaign-Urbana because I was in town for a Bears game when they were in redoing Soldier Field and I was in town there and I was way out of college. Oh, no, no, I was in, I was in college. There was a different time where he was in college. I was out of college. I went down, talked, hung out with one of his friends or whatever. So I'm seven years older. So Facebook was his way of communicating with his friends. It was the way that it was straight out of the movie. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then the moment that somebody's mom joined Facebook, I was like, well, this is stupid. But I, everyone's like, you have to have it. But people like you don't do it. But then you're still kind of drag, drug into the, you know, discussion with topics like this. And because your spouse has it or whatever. And then I see people and they're like, oh, I'm going off Facebook. And then they're always coming back on to Facebook or whatever. It's, I don't know. I think it's the end of, it's one of the ends of humanity. <laughs> I don't I don't disagree with you at all. I, I just think it's when I look at all the platforms, I, I look at the ballsiest people live on Facebook. <laughs> like just they let it fly. It's it's hilarious. I remember one time I, I think uh maybe like twenty two, twenty three, it was right. Like, we were hanging out in Buckhead in downtown Atlanta. We were all hitting bars and all. We were at a, what the fuck? It's one of the, is it a Gordon Biersht? Is that a, is that a restaurant? Gordon Biersht. I think it's like a brew house in, mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just like one of those, almost like a Miller's Ale house or something mm-hmm. like that, where they brew their own beer, whatever. And so... Facebook had originated and all that stuff. And I just shut up. Like, we're all just sitting around. And, and we, we're realizing how much Facebook is taking over and all that. We're sitting at the Gordon Beers. We, we decide to blast out like that, just as a joke, that I had gotten engaged. Just to see, like, like the wildfire that kind of stuff starts. Dude, it was so weird. My parents were calling me. It was just, it was a crazy thing. And it was a complete joke, like almost like a social experiment. And it mm-hmm. was just like, yeah, well, 
probably need to stay away from this one because as much as like the Twitters and all that, Facebook's just weird enough where like business gets done there. <laughs> it's it's a scary place, man. It's like the mafia of social medias to me. <laughs> it is, and they just they would always buy up their competition for a while, so and scary. that helps. But there's like, you know, like I feel like the the they just own that, Instagram. The, but Facebook is just for angry middle aged white people now. I think, and it's not even for you'd think well, so, but it's not, dude. Yeah, but kids don't use Facebook. Kids run away from Facebook. It's not about kids, dude. It's about every other country and everything. Every it's not for angry middle aged white people. They're just really good at it. It's all. It's also for angry middle aged Guadalajarans. Like it's <laughs> it's wild out there, dude. <laughs> like it's I do. Have, I, I have friends that I have friends that speak other languages and sometimes post in other languages and. That's also what do I, I always heavy I always go for <laughs> like try and translate what they posted just because I'm like what am I missing out on is this anything good because <laughs> I'm not I know what I'm if I keep scrolling down I'm just going to see a bunch of rants about and comments back and forth and somebody's birthday and somebody's kids picture and then some more crap about I just political shit and then but I'm like, this is kind of cool. I could spend, I could waste 25. Cause what are you really doing? You're just wasting some of your day. <laughs> you know, like I used to read, I used to read a newspaper, three newspapers front to back, like every day. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? There's wasting it on this little. I just think it'd be too physically taxing to read that many newspapers. It's great. Like the way they fold and shit like that always bothered me. I could never get them to fold back correctly. I don't yeah, know. you got a master the folds. Huh? Dude, no, you could no master way, the dude. folds. Yeah, the guy on the train, the guy on the train has the <laughs> had it folded back, folded over, and then he could read an article to create the least amount of surface area. You know, because you got a limited space. Or like on the subway in New York City, you're reading the paper. That's you got to be a talented, you know, folder. You got to be, be able to fold backwards. <laughs> That'd be a psychopath to go use the New York City public transportation system right now. I'm okay with just, it. They're just killing. They're just often <laughs> the homeless dude. Just off the poor Asian. Yeah, no, I, I don't no mean reason. that. Just New York's a wild scene in itself. But and I said this. Oh, where was I? I was in Orlando. Well, last week talking to a guy from Chicago. And talking about the city of Atlanta, as a matter of fact, and and we we might just get real gross and political right here. <laughs> um, I was I was saying I would rather ride a New York City subway, any Chicago public transit, or anything else, than a ride in the Marta the Marta public transit system in downtown Atlanta. And I'm not talking about where Truist Field is and all that shit, because that's not Atlanta. But like Marta to the airport and stuff like that, man, it's the scariest thing you've ever done in your life. I've done it. Marta to the airport is far, but what's no, wrong dude? With I'm telling you, there's some spots. Like if you're in the wrong spot of Marta, it's sketchy. And I'm oh, telling no, no, you. No. And, and, I I went, one time. and I've been in any of the Chicago spots or in 
the wrong spots on Marta are the scariest places you will ever be in your life. <laughs> mm, I think there's some people that might have some spots, and I think I've written... Well, obviously, some... that's a privileged white person exaggeration, but <laughs> they're very... I, I have heard people complain about Marta from Chicago, saying that they think it's dangerous. It's all or, about the it's all about the stop, really. But I remember one time me and my buddy tried going to uh, Buckhead at two in the morning on New Year's Eve. Well, that so was we a like, terrible idea. Yeah, <laughs> and we were way messed up, and we were. We were about, I don't remember how, we just decided that we got on. Hopped up on all types of CBD. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just remember we we started out and then they're like, the, somebody was like, yeah, you got to go back. And I think that was the night that Ray Lewis stabbed the dude, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Gold Club. in Buckhead. But I don't know, because it was, it was either. No, no, that wasn't in Buckhead. That's Midtown. That, oh, it was? That, okay. That was gold what year club. was that, though? Do you remember? Uh, whatever the whatever the year two thousand. Whatever it was, the year before Ray Lewis became the best football player on the planet. <laughs> so, I think it was like two. Whatever year that was, too. but that was the Gold Club at Spring Street. Um, used to be, or now it's a. Yep, that was a Gold Club. <laughs> But yeah, Continue, we, sorry. <laughs> we limped back. We limped back to the, you know, to wherever we were staying. I don't know if we were staying over by the, you know, in the CNN Center or some bullshit, whatever. Well, and then you're definitely Midtown if you're that area, though. But no, it's just, we're talking about it. I, I'd rather, you know, I'd also rather go into any of those places than find my way into the hills of West Virginia or anything like that. <laughs> so, so hmm. I, I got some extremes going, but yeah. I mean, hey, what could you fake? What could you fake better? I guess is the, the question. Could you exactly. get yourself out of, cause I've been into some really, really, really sketchy places, but if you just act like you, mm-hmm. you know, fake it till you make you, it. Yeah. If you act like you meant to go there, four in the morning <laughs> and you're, you're just like oh well, yeah you know whatever but like uh you know just ask a stupid question or whatever or just blah blah whatever if you like you said act like you fake it to make it but act like you own the place but i've done some really dumb things where i'm like shit i went over here i knew better I'm like why did i do this i forgot and then I'm like, all right, I gotta get it. You gotta put the thinking cap on and just get your just <laughs> untangle that web. <laughs> yep, you gotta you gotta totally retrace your steps. But I've the the West Virginia thing. I don't know. I think I'm with you. That might be harder to fake for me and you. Oh, I might definitely. have tough. We have to go full redneck, like just go to the memory bank of uh, Buck Wild or something, and. Oh, it's R.I.P. One of those people, but that's a great TV show. One of those people died in a meth accident or something like that. (laughs) R.I.P. I don't think I've ever heard that. I like that. R.I.P. One of those people. (laughs) Well, I know one of them. You know, respect. (laughs) Hey, Golden Girls. Golden Girls. R.I.P. One of those people. 
Dude, did you see that um, text I sent you about what the – so Nashville Stars Baseball Club. So they they have all these celebrities joined in on bringing MLB baseball to Nashville, which I know nobody wants to hear. They got Timberlake involved. They got Luke Combs involved, all these things. So they're putting together their menu and all this stuff. And they put out, and I, I sent you a picture of the four items that they want, like pick the, uh, well, there it is. Pick one of these four items, which should be the Nashville Stars signature food. Hot chicken sandwich. Pulled pork. Goo Goo Cluster inspired dessert. Or biscuits and gravy. And what I'd like to say is... I... (laughs) I used to think Nashville deserved a baseball team. And then they put out a dumbass question like this. <laughs> and I've never met a city that deserve, doesn't deserve a baseball team more than somebody's going to offer. And honestly, it'd probably be the best option. Biscuits and gravy. I can't imagine on July... The most unique baseball. <laughs> Can you imagine on July 2nd in Nashville, Tennessee, when it's 107 degrees beat down on you, and you walk in and they're like, hey, you want biscuits and gravy? You, you want some biscuits and gravy? Like, like, what are we doing? Right up there with Dodger Dogs. So the... Horrible. Like, it should be a bushwhacker because <laughs> nobody's going there to eat anyways. There you shouldn't know, be, be food. <laughs> but I loved... I believe it's at, I don't know if it's at Milwaukee County Stadium. I'm getting so old that I've literally, some cities I've been to three stadiums, like Atlanta. I'm trying to think if I went to Fulton County Fulton. Stadium, if I went to, I've been uh, to three Olympic yeah, Stadium, Atlanta. Olympic Stadium, and then uh, the new one. But I don't think I was ever at Fulton. I think I was only at the last two. But like some of these people, some of these stadiums, I'm like, man, I've been to three baseball stadiums. I'm like, I'm getting old. But I remember one of the Milwaukee ones had a rotisserie, like a jack-in-the-box side uh, condiment station for onions. So it spit out onions for your bratwurst. But I, bet I like smelled grilled, grilled, bratwurst, grilled onions on bratwurst oh. is, is pretty good. But I'll go raw or grilled. doesn't matter. But... It would spit out. They had a raw like, onion station. Yeah, it was a raw. It was it spit out raw diced oh, onion, no. but it you wound it yes, like a jack in the box on the side, and it spit. I was like, "What a cool invention!" But this guy probably lost his house because he's like, "I got it, honey. I'm gonna invent <laughs> the raw onion dispenser." And she's like, "What? No one's gonna need that." And literally, the only stadium that ever ordered it was. The one that serves nothing but bratwurst, and that was—I was like, "What a great invention!" That was a total loss of income for whoever invented it. Now, one thing I will say when you bring up the onions, people swear by it. What is it? What do they call the White Sox? Is it just White Sox Stadium now? What do they call it? Guaranteed rate? Yeah, guaranteed rate field. But it was the sell. They swear by the the sausage and onions. When you I, and I've never been to that stadium, 
But they say when you walk into that stadium, that well, that counts um, as three stadiums because it was Comiskey. If you count all the naming rights changes in some of these, well, yeah. Well, whenever you walk into that field, they say like the the pepper or the sausage and onion smell just overtakes you. And oddly enough, they're supposed to have a phenomenal Cuban sandwich there. They're known for their concessions for some reason. Yeah, they are. Their concessions is like far none. Way better than Wrigley. Um, I heard Wrigley, Wrigley had, shortening the gap, though. Wrigley always had, like, my my Wrigley experience, part of it was outside of it. Not, I mean, even before that I was old enough to imbibe. But the nuts on Clark was always a thing you went before the game, got your stuff, you know, a program. It was the old school. It was a... It was more of a, you know, 50s, like, the, the White Sox play the, you know, the, the Cubs are playing the, the Pirates today, you know, like total black and white baseball. But it was a, it was more of the black and white baseball, like the way that the, it was, it was fine for what it was. I don't think it ever stayed that way, but the food was never the star, but you got Cracker Jacks. I remember getting Cracker Jacks. Like, I don't even think that the only place those taste good is in a stadium. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't want them anywhere else. Don't want to know they exist. (laughs) But yeah, there, I had a lot of buddies that sold beer there. I mean, that place just smelled like stale beer. They sold old style there, but but there was dogs. There was uh, grilled onions, which is not really a thing on dogs, but at, if you got one of them from the one of the kiosks, the flat girls, you know, like basically, like one of your black, you know, whatever they're called, the black stones now. But mm-hmm. you get the grilled onions with the dog and the grease from the the dog casings and all that shit. Ooh, it was good. It was good. Just put a little mustard on there. Um, maybe a little little nuclear relish. But there was terrible food, bar none. Terrible food. I remember going to um, Yankee Stadium. Terrible food. Uh, Fenway. Eh, I remember having a lobster roll. It was terrible. It was. I've never like, been I to remember Fenway. Doing, I like not to a do lot of places the stadium things. Like, like where you just go to all the. I don't necessarily want to do like a tour of every major league stadium because I think some of the new ones are just basically airports and just as generic mm-hmm. as they are and stuff like that. But man, I, I never done Fenway. I've not, I've, I ain't done a lot of the historic ones and, uh, I, I'd like to do that. That, that'd be fun. Fenway. I would prefer the airport terminal open into Fenway and then also back out of it. So I never have to go in the streets of that shit old town. Boston, Massachusetts. I don't want to be anywhere near it. <laughs> I don't think they'd be a fan of mine, and I probably wouldn't be a fan of theirs. So <laughs> our accents probably wouldn't mix, and I, I, I wouldn't know. come yeah. out on top. Yeah, you have more of a our lifestyle. Our lifestyle might just jive. Your lifestyle would jive. There's a lot of fun <laughs> stuff over there. Yeah, I'm not a Boston guy. Dude, what do you think about Nashville this weekend? 
I mean, you said it, that it's going to be, and I was like, wait, what is there, a Formula One race that I'm missing out? You're like, it's going to be wild. It's going to be live. And I was like, it's negative. It's going to be cold as shit. And no one's going to, like, there's no one that's going to pack. No one packs the bars anyways. It's, I've heard tighten up from my regional sales manager ending a meeting, you know, and he was the same one that told me like when he went to hire me, he said, tighten up when I told him, is it okay that I was going to be interviewing the day after the bears for the Titans? Because I already had tickets <laughs> at seven in the morning. He still hired me, but it, but uh, that was the last time I heard someone say tighten up before that probably. But it, it's a great slogan, but I just don't – I don't see it. I don't see it being crazy. However, yeah. it's it's a great it's a great matchup for them. I think that – But they're coming they out probably, of Cincinnati, and you should know. Like they, what's that? They're coming out of Cincinnati. They're looking to party. I know the, the bars on Broadway are stocking up. Oh, yeah. I mean, there is no – like Cincinnati, I've – I have – Half my family is from, like, that's where my mom is from. And they're German. They drink a lot. They're Catholic. They drink a lot. They're stars for football. They drink a lot. They once, I had two guys that were sitting, I was before I had season tickets, probably about 20, 2005. It was actually 2005. It was a year before I had season tickets, but I went to, like, five games a year. I was in the South End Zone, Soldier Field. I was sitting in a buddy's seats. Two guys just were plowed. I think there was service, in service, whatever, 21, 22. I wasn't 24 at the time, probably 25. I had been to enough Bears games. I would seen a couple of things. I say to him, I said, guys, I said, they're winning. They're beating. This is the year that Cal Orton, Cal QB. Well, this is the start. They were like one and three. They played the, the Bengals. Bengals are up huge. Three touchdowns, maybe close to it. I said, guys, I, I wouldn't. I said I wouldn't keep going. I wouldn't keep going. I believe they won that game, the Bengals, but these guys did not win because they got the shit kicked out of them with about eight minutes, ten minutes left. Whenever the beers were, the cutoff time was at that point, and the Universal NFL cutoff time. I went to go get a beer. Maybe two. It was it was a bad game, and I had these two idiots behind me the whole game, just chirping, chirping. But they were funny because they were so drunk. And I saw them when I was in line, just get like literally. I was like, "That's it, guys." You know, like people were jumping, like the security was getting there. But I was like, "Okay, they've had it. They've had enough." And I remember they were just walking them out the ramp, and they're like, "We want to go back in," and they're like, "No, no, no, no." We, you're not going. You're not going to survive not if you hand. go back in. But they were who that who that who that going to be done? But whatever the hell the Bengals. <laughs> no, they're they're. Why did the Bengals have today? The chant is the Saints. I don't the even know why that's the Saints chant. It makes no sense to me. I never heard that pre-Katrina. And as somebody who was in Atlanta, when mm-hmm. a lot of Katrina people were displaced to Atlanta, I didn't hear it really recently before that I, whatever i did order my king cake king cake for this week though that's, you ever had a king thing. cake i have yeah. but i didn't know that that really about king cakes all my years up north and it's a huge thing here everybody was talking huge. about king cakes king cakes king cakes i guess because it's 
one day less shipping for the cake so that they because no one in in chicago as much as they party in new orleans has ever talked about a king cake or served a king cake or asked for a king cake um but it's a thing but they've definitely i once won a bead contest at a local bar um because they said bring whoever has the most beads biggest bead collection wins a 50 dollars gift certificate i said all right we're we're drinking for free tonight because it was already like two dollar beers something like that and i had brought from two mardi gras in college i brought all my beads and just destroyed the competition <laughs> i remember i remember it was great because i i remember the one the one year i just stood on a you know one of the temporary fences or whatever the the metal or cast iron fences or whatever the parade fencing and leo was just jumping and i was snatching him right over the top of him and then just going giving him right back to whoever wanted him you know because i was about a foot taller than him and way less inebriated and he had no vertical leap. He has no vertical. But I grabbed so many beads from one 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 run on on like Magazine Street or whatever on Canal, and I had literally thousands of beads because they were the cheap ones that no one would do anything. Like you couldn't get anything. Like there was no street value on them. But I threw. I was like, hey, look, and I just brought them there and put them on the thing. And they're like, there's if you added everyone else's bead collections up you have 50 times as much as all of them. And I remember I just gave them to some kid one time that they were sitting in like a garage sale bin and like a little kid would ask and I was like, if your parents are cool with it, you can have the whole, the whole lot of them. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck growing up with that as your uh, favorite that is toy. Your MO. Oh, yeah, that's your, the bead kid. Good luck. Good luck walking on the street. Good luck, whatever. bead kid. But yeah, <laughs> Getting back to it, though, I don't know who, where they get the who day, who that, but I don't think I'm with you. It's going to be out of towners. I don't know what the tickets are going for. I think the Titans still get it done. I just don't think it's going to be this raucous atmosphere because I just don't think there is that kind of raucous fan base. I've been to so many games down there, and I just walk up and there's nothing going like unless it's the Bills in town, the Eagles in town, the Bears in town, Steelers in town, the Packers in town, the you know like fill in the blank. But yeah. there's not, there's no Titan fans that are that crazy. Here's what I'll say about the raucous atmosphere: it's it's not intentional or pointed. Like in my opinion, where so even if you were in Cincinnati. Where, where the, the atmosphere is going to be very, like, we're focused on this game. I, Nashville's almost in L.A. to me or mm-hmm. anything like that, where, mm-hmm. like, people are coming out. They're, they're, they're coming to party. They're not necessarily coming to watch a football game. So when I say it's going to be rowdy down there, it's going to be rowdy with a bunch of rednecks shotgunning beers and doing all that. But – all you got to do is score a touchdown against them, and the the sales will be depleted. And, and you know, Joe Burrow, he's a scary dude to come in there. And but I, I like Tennessee to kind of. 
I don't know. I keep falling behind. Derrick Henry is just such a specimen to me. Roll Tide. Julio back. Vrabel doing the Bella cheat, you know, faking injury reports and doing all that and getting them to where they are. It's scary, dude. What if Nashville gets a Super Bowl? <laughs> Nothing. I mean, I don't think that they're going to – maybe they would jump behind them when they go to the Super Bowl, but a la the Preds. But I don't know. Can I don't you imagine think that Broadway? Anything. Yeah, because I've been to broad, the NFL draft on Broadway, and I've been to – So have I. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but I, it's not going to be I – I just think you're way overestimating the local – first of all, NFL fandom is like soccer fandom in England or in a European country. You do not stray far from, you know, from birth usually, but you, the, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. There, there is not a lot of people that grow up in Liverpool and are a Manchester United fan. That is, that gets you the shit kicked out of you on a daily basis at school or whatever. Like. I don't think that there's that many people in Nashville. There's so many people that came from other places that don't change allegiances that that easily. I feel like NFL fandom is deeper than it's not so wishy-washy. That's why it struggles in places like LA and Arizona and Miami, you know, places with heavy transient communities always struggle because the team that the people grew up rooting for is still their team. Now there are the cases of the Cowboys and the Packers, the Brett Favre Packers and whatever, and anybody that wins and there's Patriots fans all over the place now. But what I'm saying is you don't, you're not going to become just because you moved to Nashville. I don't own any any Titans gear. I I like the Titans. Titans are my backup squad, but I'm not going to, go be a Titan fan just because the Titans are in the Super Bowl. So that's why I don't I don't see it happening. I don't think it's gonna be anything like what you think. I don't I don't think like they're gonna have all the support in the world. I just think it's gonna be a rowdy scene down there. I guess I should have phrased it that way more. But in in all honesty probably no more rowdy than any other Saturday, Sunday on Broadway, but yeah, because the you know the, it, the locals don't actually, go there anyways. People the will just be wearing there. different shit though. Instead of pink cowboy hats, it'll probably be football shirts. I mean, but, there's no regulars on Broadway. Who's a fucking not kind anymore? Of, what kind of Nimrod is a regular on oh, on God. Broadway? That I mean, place terrifies me, dude. I've never well, seen anything like either. the fact that you can put an Apple Store next to Legends Corner. Or next to Tootsie's Orchid Lounge. It's like this weird hybrid of Manhattan and, and like just the deep south. <laughs> and it's, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's, it's cool because, it, it, I don't know, it's kind of me in a nutshell where I'm a bit, I, I like the city, but I'm kind of not from there. So it's just, 
it's a weird spot. <laughs> I just think it's too cold. It's going to be too cold. It's not going to – it's it's not – Who do you like? Oh, I definitely like the Titans in this game. I like the Titans in this game. I No Joe Burrow like the, factor. I'm going to go Bills. I'm going to go Titans. I'm going to go Bills. I'm going to go – I'm going to stick with my Rams. I'm stick with my Rams, and I'm going to take the Packers. I if think he, that that the seventh game, though, this or the seventh team, because mm-hmm. they, they had stats, three teams got beat by 20 or more points. Nobody's done that in the playoffs since 1982, whatever. It was like a strike year or something weird. I think that this was terrible. The Bears game proved that last year. The Nickelodeon <laughs> Bears-Saints game was awful. They scored in the last play of the game. But there was a cool time where Javon wins just – yeah. Gave a hard right. <laughs> yeah. Javon wins. Out of but the that, league, I think, right? Maybe. He wasn't Stay terrible He wasn't terrible. Georgia boy. She's a, a Georgia boy, yeah. Um, I just don't think I don't think it's gonna have as much hype as you think. But Titans Bills, I'm in. Titans uh Chiefs. Uh, my buddy <laughs> Growing up is going to be in town next weekend. He lives in Denver. He wants – he's a big Titans fan. No idea why. But he's, <laughs> you know, a little kooky. But he's coming next weekend. He wants to, to come down. One of my other boys, you know, we play, we all play basketball together, high school basketball. So maybe you'll have to come down and see these knuckleheads. The other one lives in Knoxville. He might come in for it, have a little reunion. But he wants to go to the game. I'm like, the hell? But he's making some money. So I'm like, you're going to pay 500 bucks for me to go into the stadium? I'm a, I might think about it. But <laughs> otherwise, I don't have any interest in just seeing good football. I mean, the football was bad last weekend. The football was pretty – all those games were pretty pretty much garbage. It was garbage. a terrible weekend of football. It was not a good weekend of football at all. <laughs> it's kind of like the – it's basically everybody wanted this. Everybody wanted this. Nobody want, asked for the seventh playoff team, though. But mm-hmm. everybody wanted more. They, they want more people. Yet. But they want more people in the college football playoff. And guess what? Every semifinal usually sucks. Other than like the Georgia, uh, Georgia Oklahoma game that went overtime the one year when um, against Baker, and then a couple others. There's been nothing but garbage. I think there was a good Florida. State maybe or some somebody in the semis maybe Oregon or somebody at one time, but the the semis have always been trash and these games last weekend were trash. I'd also like, like to point out Lane Kiffin Twitter today uh, gave a shout out to Alabama football. Was just like, hey Alabama football, love you. <laughs> I just did that. <laughs> like, just reaching for straws. Yeah, like uh, yeah. Hey, you play you play the you play the cards you're dealt, right? <laughs> some so he was he found some co-ed at a tiki bar in the Bahamas. So creepy, and they, dude. they they took his phone and and tweeted a shout out to Alabama or something. For sure. Well, yeah, he does some weird stuff. He does do some weird stuff, but he's a genius. And I will not talk bad about him until he turns down our head coaching job in three years. <laughs> Which hopefully does it. I actually want to talk real quick about something that I always forget to mention. Not enough, and you, if you you made me think of it when you were talking about how about Bill O'Brien as the Bears head coach, and I said Bill O'Brien 
as as he is like we were talking about last week the dead are alive incarcerated or free like i was like bill o'brien i'm like i'm like no that sounds like a terrible idea i'm like is bill o'brien alive and you're like he's the alabama offensive coordinator and i'm like of course he is it's a revolving door just like the patriots offense and defensive coordinators are of great ex hottest coach in the nation or in the world in their college or pro it doesn't matter with say with Saban he literally just it's like where people go to resurrect their careers yep. and it's it's a it's a rehab move. program dude, dude he doesn't I even coach anybody did you not know that was happening down there no well no i knew that was happening four years <laughs> ago but I, didn't know, but I didn't know like bill o'brien was the, i mean how long has he been there i don't know you know, it would not, this is going to sound really, really bad. It would not shock me if Herb had a fucking consultant position at the University of Alabama next year. I'm just saying it's going to sound bad. Wouldn't shock me. Just because the profile of names that do that is right along those lines. Yeah. Coach K like, is, uh... It Coach, just Coach be, K is the quarterback. Is Coach K going to be the quarterback? Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Coach K, AD. You know they did say it was going to be the next AD at Alabama. Does that a, is that a – who's the current AD? Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> That's what they're talking about. God. That's what they're she, saying. <laughs> she could probably ruin that. She, she does some special things. She just yelled at somebody. Oh, she man. has zero fans. <laughs> God. It's a, it started out and people like some of my friends that live in the city were like, you know, they were holding them on because they're just like, man, this is great because what's she going to do next? Like, she's such a wild card. But she literally did something. She always just totally, basically circumvents her, her own you know, mandates and literally they just catch her in, in so many lies where she's like, <laughs> and then, Oh my God, she's had, I've never great... seen a mayor, which is like a more built in, like you should be successful. Who is just turned it against themselves. That's it might brutal. be me someday when I'm oh, that's what mayor of Pleasant View, Tennessee, yeah. which if I can ever figure out how I'm going to do it. <laughs> It's the hardest thing to figure out. Like, they don't let people who should know how to run for mayor figure out how to run for mayor. <laughs> like, it's, it's, that's probably going to get me in some trouble. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, if we know, had more listeners, maybe. Um, yeah. Oh, no, they keep ramping up. <laughs> but yeah, the, the AD at Alabama, that's, that's a good segue because I don't really know who the AD at, most major college programs are, but I hear when they change jobs and I'm like, Ooh, that's a good hire for that program. If the person they got is like the old, you know, whatever Duke, you know, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. How about this? I don't know anything about the bears or who the hot general managers are. I feel like I used to know when jobs would come up, who the hot general manager candidates are. But I know it's kind of like you go from scout to pro player, personnel, director, assistant GM. There's so many positions now. 
but and these guys get younger and younger but i'm like man i really don't know who the hell any of these guys are besides and they don't even they're not even interviewing like lewis riddick or anybody that i would i mean rick smith i knew just don't because of the whole deshaun watson saga and the, the hopkins and you know coaches and whatever the only person I really knew that they've interviewed, I think, is him and a couple names I've heard from the Saints and the Colts, maybe, like assistant GMs type of thing, Dodds. And, well, he took his name out of Ireland. But, yeah, is that a thing for you, that you don't know any who any of these general manager can Yeah, I'm not – the thing for me is I think we're delusional sometimes now where I don't know if our job's as important to the world as we think it is. You know, when you talk about being the GM of the Chicago Bears or the head coach of the Chicago Bears, I don't don't know if some of those names aren't what we're in line for anymore. I almost think there's something to be said for hiring a name for a splash and a good head coach, which I don't think we have a chance at a good head coach, if I'm honest. You know, I I think we got, like, a good, um, when I say good head coach, I mean established good head coach. Like, I'd love to take a shot at Byron Leftwich. But You're like, we're an established head coach. No, but that's what I'm saying. I think that's where we're at now. Like, I think it's, you got to hire a new young guy, like, and these GMs, I, I don't know if you're not in the same boat, which I, I think you were kind of there with Ryan Pace. And there, it always seems like the Bears are trying to make a splash in the pan with some weird outside the box head coach hire, like Tressman or something like even, that. Where, well, like, even we're in the mix for, yeah, we're in the mix for Cower when we're going for Tressman. It's like, oh, yeah, but we hired this guy and he's an offensive genius, he was in the CFL. Or we're hiring Matt Nagy. Like, oh, you know who it was? Quit hiring fake-ass offensive geniuses who aren't really offensive geniuses and realizing I heard a take. It was Big Cat the other day. He said, just pay everything for Justin Tucker. Hire a bullshit. Like, like just pay like a million bucks for a quarterback and get the defense back that we always had. Get us to field goal range. Justin Tucker's like 100%. Just live off field goals. I was like, it yeah. almost sounds like perfect Chicago Bears football. <laughs> there was a lot of people that would would sing Bear Down after every field goal, Robbie Gold field goal when I had season tickets where they were like, I was like, yeah, I'm just kind of like, <laughs> you know, like, it wasn't like, how do you get all, a high five? How do you high five and go spill your beer on your buddy, you know, on the row in front of you over a field goal, unless it's like the NFL record or a game winning field goal? Like, is there really a field goal that gets you that pumped up? But Justin Tucker probably could get, I've, I saw one time uh, Robbie Gold with the Niners beat the Bears and he kicked six field goals, and including the game winner, I think, and they won 18 17 or something like that. And I was like, damn, you know, in December in the snow too, I think. But it's, it is a huge conundrum what, what that, like, what's the NFL value? Like, I I don't see them competing with a lot of other franchises either. But I know that 
the article just came out this week in the athletic and we we're talking a little pre-show that it was like adam johns will be reporter and somebody else that was at the press conference and asked one of those questions where mccaskey said some stupid answer back or something um but they wrote an article about the culture since mccaskey took over and some of the things and like the, the idea that bruce arians thought he had the job um believe when he was with Indianapolis, I think that was the Trustman time, or maybe it was the, yeah, but it was the Trustman time, but it could have been the Nagy time, and then they went the other way at the last minute, and, like, just, just all the different, you know, categorical failures that went through the gamut, and stuff that they made them do that they didn't want to do and keep defensive coordinators when they didn't want to keep them and run their schemes when they didn't even Rod Marinelli, you know, stupid shit. And it's like, it's really, really, I think just so institutional now that I don't know that anything is going to change until Bezos. Maybe the Arlington. Dude. Maybe Arlington changes it. I don't know what it gets you though. It's got to get you so much. Dude, if we get Jesus, I hope we, they have shirtless Saturdays where it's just like, you know, when we when we happen the late season get a Saturday game, you know, Bezos, he just everybody walks around jacked as shit, or he's just handing out TRT injections. <laughs> you walk through the door, baby. <laughs> Did you see shirtless Fitzmagic at the Bills game? Hell yeah, I did. That's why you gotta love a guy like that. Cause like he looks like he paid for his tickets too. He absolutely did. He went there and saying like that was his favorite place he ever played. Mm-hmm. He went there to be a fan, and that's what's so cool about their culture. Like, man, the Bills were mediocre at best for many many years. They're basically the Atlanta Braves for. For around the same time, the Braves were the Braves for a few years, you know. Um, but their fan base, because that's what they have, you know, that's what Buffalo has is the Bills. And I, besides hockey, yeah, besides hockey. But what whatever they have, it's gritty. And, like, they Patrick, don't just give – Patrick Kane riding around in taxi cabs. Native son. Sick. Dude, best American hockey player in the history of American hockey players, right? God, I was watching one of their games against the Kraken. Do you think he ends as a Blackhawk? In hockey, it's tough to say. Probably not. Because the hockey... does. So many late... There's so many late... Yeah, nobody ever really does. They could always... Maybe they'll come back, like, right at the end. Do you think he's the um, best American to ever do it? I think he has to be. What... The best offensive player ever, the best complete hockey player. It's, I can't say. I'd say just the best American hockey player. Like, yeah, best complete American hockey player, Patrick. Mm. The Caners. Hey, dude, <laughs> so I good. I, I feel like he takes one of the too best goal scorers. Man, plays off. He's he's the best. Do you think that's because he don't want to be there anymore, though? No, he's always done that. I think he was probably the closest thing to. Nah, I don't want it too far. To say he was very Gretzky-like, very soft, very offensive. Only oh, played yeah, offense. Yeah, yeah. Only played offense. Very soft. Probably didn't 
probably in a different generation maybe puts up crazier numbers um but yeah very very soft very very finesse but the one of the best stick handlers you'll ever have one of the best playmakers one of the best creators and you know very i don't think he's overrated but i don't very clutch definitely not overrated don't say that He's not overrated, but I don't think that he plays both ends enough. He's gotten better through his career, but I don't think he plays enough defense to be considered the greatest of even. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's a, I think that's, that's a, a tough Chicago one. I have to thing. think about that. I think that's a Chicago thing. But yeah, Buffalo. But his style of game in any other city, they would appreciate it. Buffalo is definitely. I think that they. Maybe get it done this week. What do you think? Josh Allen's so good. But it still can't get into all of a sudden Kansas City just last week decided to be Kansas City again. And it was like, oh, yeah, we remember how to do this. (laughs) But then is it Josh Allen's time? Because he looked like he just 100% was unstoppable. It's Josh Allen or King Henry. And I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna come down to that. I think it's, they're a weird, like matchup with each other because they're kind of the same player. One just has a better arm. <laughs> like, Josh Allen's, yeah, Josh Allen's just like the the Derrick Henry of quarterbacks, and vice versa. Like they're just. It, it, it really is, man. It's 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 pee wee football. Like we got Josh Allen. He's a badass. <laughs> We got Derrick Henry. Very hard. Yeah. Like, it's just taking the dude who had the best skills when they were eight years old, and we're going to give him the pill every single time and see who can stop who the most times. Where did Josh Allen end up before? Like, how did he end up in Wyoming? In Wyoming? Where? I don't know. I don't think he's. I think he probably has an Aaron Rodgers story. I think he does come too. Up. You know, I just remember I when I watched the Wyoming him. game, and uh, he could only throw the ball mock. I'd be like willing to nine. bet if you were to look back in his his history, he has some party days. Uh, yeah, he was you know, definitely drunk or he might have landed in a JUCO, and you know, because Aaron Rodgers can play the clean card all he wants. But fact of the matter is, I'm pretty sure he's doing peyote every other Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, a whack job. So it's it's definitely, you know, those LSD, those those bad trips come back, you know, later in life. And I feel like you're right. This work kind of it's crazy, but he kind of plays like that too, where he's kind of hallucinating. Remember the game when he popped all the pills and then beat the Bears and came back after you guys. Oh yeah, do but I? He's, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is definitely having some some flashbacks from some old like. Coyote, uh, deserts, um, walkabout. I think what's the, what's the music festival? They're Burning Man. Burning Man. Yeah, he's been to some Burning <laughs> Man festivals. Him and McConaughey, you watch, like they could be friends. When you watch Joe Burrow, does it? It's going to be a weird thing for me to say. Does it make it like? Do you watch him and say that's what Jay Cutler should have been? Like with his movements, like they're the same build, but the way they wear their uniform, like 
their act, their motion is very similar. The way they move is very similar. His arm is not as strong, which nobody's is, but you know, I, I when I look at him, I'm like, that's what he should have been. Now, hmm. granted, we're two years in, and honestly, two years into Jay Cutler, I don't think we're far off from what Joe Burrow is. Because when he was in Denver, he's a stud, he's a pro bowler. But when I look at them, like just their build, everything, like I look at, I could compare the two. Is yeah, that, maybe the way they compete. Um, yeah. I thought he was going to get a concussion week 17, I guess it is week 18 now. Is that what it is? But when he was trying to sneak it in when they were, um, I know it was week 17 because they sat him the last game of the year. When they clinched, they had that weird goal line stand where they kept getting pass interference and they were going to, they're out of timeouts and doing stuff. And he kept sneaking it to try and waste yeah. clock and not giving them the ball and back. Went like six plays without getting in. That's it was tough. the Kansas city game. Yeah. They played Kansas city and I was like, Oh, he's going to get hurt. But he was totally like all about just sneaking it in. Oh and no, just Yeah. He's a warrior. He throws a better deep ball. He has better touch than Cutler. I think. Yeah, but he doesn't have the velocity. He doesn't have the <laughs> no, he does not. That's all that matters. Is no, the that is all that matters. <laughs> all that. Who's Jay Cutler's favorite quarterback in the game right now? It's got to be Josh Allen, right? Oh, I would. He's basically him. <laughs> like just, Josh Allen's a better run. He's not much better of a runner. Cutler's running was under Like, it was underrated. He was more athletic than people gave him credit. Way underrated. He, he was, was more great. athletic. If he Could wasn't athletic as he was, it would have been way worse than it was. And nobody think, ever talks about that. I think his part. I actually think part of his problem was his the strength of his arm. He had that far demeanor that he could throw anything into any hole. But he sure, if he would have ran more, I think he would have been one of a much better quarterback and maybe more revered. They'll still compare Hall of Famer stats with his and stuff like that. But I think he, it's... he could definitely run. And if you watch some of his, I think he was like an option quarterback in high school. Some some of his highlight reels from high school has sick. some amazing, I think like a state championship game run or something, it's... touchdown run, but where he goes for the pylon, you know, casts it off. But he could have ran the ball, I feel like, more like a Steve Young but he did never really buy into that because he always he would wait for that unless it was unless the Red Sea parted he was waiting to throw that just impossible throw or into triple coverage. And he just wanted to, to hit that velo, dude. He's yeah. like a closer. He's like John Rocker of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's just trying to burn you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Kyle Farnsworth. He was yeah, the Kyle dude. Farnsworth. He's just got some great Kyle and Farnsworth some Brazilian jujitsu on at the end of the day. <laughs> Kyle Farnsworth. Farnsworth, right? Isn't that Farnsworth who's like a UFC fighter? I don't it's know. One of those dudes. He uh, he used to get so drunk that they would send a car for him in the morning for day games because he lived like four blocks from Wrigley. But they knew that he wasn't gonna get out of bed 
if they, they didn't come get somebody to wake him up. I, he lived upstairs or downstairs from my buddy. I never met him, I don't think, though. One time I was all pumped we were going to go hang out with him, and then I can't remember what happened. But, but yeah, the he went to some other party or something. But, yeah, he used to just show up, like, 2 in the morning, 4 in the morning in my buddy's apartment. Like, we'd be getting back from the bars. But, like I said, I just never – it never happened that I was there. And I wasn't like, I'm going to go up and go knock on the door just to go, you know – introduce myself or something i just figured it would always happen and never did but a lot of my friends said that he's just get after it like there were some great partiers back in the day with those cubs teams like carrie wood um totally fucking pulled put them back that's why mark Pryor never like really meshed with that team because he was no because he's a freaking he a two straight. by four dude yeah. he's the worst I only used to party with Dan Ugly while he chained smoked cigarettes. Mark DeRosa used to get after it. <laughs> Dad, you told me it was about Dan Ugly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was some best. good ones. There was some good guys. I mean, those people. Yeah, I drank, I drank some beers with Tommy Hansen in the seventh inning at the Ivy <laughs> while the Braves were playing. He was just off that day. He was sitting at the bar chugging beers. I was like, all right, Atlanta. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Anyway, gotta beat the well, traffic. <laughs> well, you got anything else, dude? I think about time we cut out for the week. No, I mean there's nothing. Masters, like they started promoting the Masters during yeah. one of the CBS like games or whatever, and I'm like, is that where we're at right now? Like that's how bad it is. Because we're yeah, well, struggling. Think... That was a bad display last week by the NFL. I think they're gonna have to reassess that, and I don't know if they'll take a step back but if anybody would do it like baseball never did it they just keep adding wild cards and they're like wait maybe we should think about this and lower the the you know regular season schedule or something but if anybody did it maybe the nfl would do it because they they really i thought it was cool but all it really is is do you really want to see i almost texted my boy van and like, hey, I, I feel your pain. I, I watched this last year, but <laughs> do you want to make the playoffs just to get the shit? Like, to yeah, be like it's a, I was a terrible way to for like the first half, and you know, it was sad. It was, it was a, ter- sad. It's a terrible way to end your season when you're like, oh yeah, the the young teams showing some strides or whatever. Like, let's build some momentum toward next year, and then you're like, you go get your brains beat in at the seven seed or whatever and you're like eh, did that get us anywhere in the big scheme of things i don't know so i think if anything they're gonna have to reassess that portion of it but you know they're gonna add more teams and then it's gonna have to it'll make more sense i guess eventually i don't know but yeah i i'm uh i'm hoping that the, the product is that much better this weekend because otherwise it's gonna be like seriously i'm gonna start watching big monday or something <laughs> It's nothing wrong with that. I'm about to get in the college hoops, make a big run in it. But anyways, man. Well, that's a village idiot. We'll be back with you next week. Maybe before then. We'll see. So, yeah. Well, y'all have a good week. Take care. Holla.